Hello and welcome to this week's podcast edition of Scripps 5 Must Know Things. This time for The Business Week ended 22nd January 2021. This is Ian Haydock. This time we have more from JPM, including launch plans from a UK major and how successful the virtual format was, plans for a single-dose coronavirus vaccine and an antibody for COVID-19, and a roundup of the industry's own views of its prospects for the coming year. GlaxoSmithKline has unveiled the plan to launch 13 blockbusters between 2022 and 2026, with novel HIV and immuno-oncology therapies at the heart of this ambition. The goal was unveiled by the firm's Chief Scientific Officer and President of R&D, Hal Barron, at the virtual JP Morgan Healthcare Conference, where investors were looking for progress in the company's R&D turnaround process, now entering its fourth year. The five-year plan to launch 13 products with $1 billion plus annual sales includes five oncology drugs, two antivirals for HIV and one vaccine, and is a clear shift away from the company's reliance on its respiratory franchise led by declining flagship Adver Serotide. Barron joined the company in 2018 and soon identified the need to transform the company's culture and productivity. He said R&D decision-making had become risk-averse and that the commercial organisation was failing to compete effectively. Andrew McConaughey writes that Barron is now working closely with CEO Emma Wormsley and commercial leader Luke Meals, whose focus is back on novel therapies in cutting-edge areas, including immuno-oncology, immunology, HIV and vaccines. The spin-off of GSK's consumer healthcare division is scheduled for summer 2022, and will create a new UK-listed company with a potential valuation of $54.2 billion. The hope is that this will leave behind a leaner, more innovation-focused and profitable GSK, which will focus purely on biopharmaceuticals and vaccines, something many investors have long been calling for. There were no cocktail parties, no fine dinners, no $100 coffee meetups at the Marriott. It was J.P. Morgan like it's never been before, robbed of all the glitz usually associated with the pharmaceutical industry's biggest annual business meeting. Held virtually this year from 11th to 14th of January because of COVID-19, the conference was less dynamic than usual, but industry leaders say it was still productive. The face-to-face meetings and the spirit of J.P. Morgan is missing in a way, but with the virtual setup there can be many more team members if you want to bring them in. Novartis Oncology President Suzanne Shafford told Scripps' Jessica Merrill. It's very similar to other years. It's horrendously busy, Genmab CEO Jan van der Winkle said, though he said the meeting was missing the usual excitement. It's remarkably effective to liaise with the people you want to interact with via video screens, but it's not so much fun, he summed up. Entrepreneur, investor and current Arrakis Therapeutic CEO Michael Gilman tweeted that the virtual meeting was way more efficient than in person, and he had three to four times as many meetings. The general attitude seemed to be that it was nice to take a break from the usual hassles and costs associated with travelling to San Francisco for the meeting, but a return to the Western St. Francis will be welcome if it is an option next year. Johnson & Johnson is expected to shortly announce Phase 3 results of its single-dose COVID-19 vaccine JNJ7843675, which could be a true game-changer in the fight against the pandemic. A safe and effective one-shot vaccine would help simplify immunisation programmes around the world and potentially hasten progress toward herd immunity. 
J&J is expected to announce the results from its ensemble trial of its adenovirus 26 viral vector-based vaccine before the end of January, based on around 45,000 subjects recruited in the US and Belgium. The company went ahead and made its main Phase 3 trial a single-dose study based on a Phase 1-2B trial showing that S-binding and neutralising antibodies were seen in more than 90% of the participants, regardless of either age group or vaccine dose. But in the event that the vaccine falls unacceptably short of the 90% plus efficacy achieved by the two from Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna, given emergency use authorization in the US, J&J has a backup plan B in the shape of another phase 3 trial of its administration in a two-dose regimen. Andrew McConaughey reports that this strategy looks like a smart move, allowing for a major upside if the single-dose trial succeeds, but also providing an insurance policy if the main trial disappoints. J&J launched the two-dose Plan B trial known as Ensemble 2 in November. The multi-country Phase 3 programme aims to recruit up to 30,000 participants worldwide. Humanogen is hoping that its lead drug, Lenzilumab, can succeed in treating cytokine storms related to COVID-19 where established anti-inflammatory drugs have failed. But it's also looking towards a future for the product as the virus goes from pandemic to endemic and the firm adds new indications. Alaric Diarmant writes that Humanogen presented an update and outlook for 2021 on 13th January at the JPM conference. Lenzilumab is in a phase 3 study in hypoxic patients hospitalised with COVID-19, which the company plans to use to seek an emergency use authorisation from the US FDA. Ahead of the meeting on 10th January, Humanogen announced a partnership with life sciences services firm Evasana to support the commercialisation and launch of Lenzilumab. The company had been hoping for an EUA in 2020 and began expanding manufacturing under a partnership with Lonza last September. The Phase 3 study is evaluating the drug in 515 patients randomised to receive it with standard of care or standard of care with placebo. The current enrolment figure stands at 490, Durant said, and the company expects enrolment to complete in the next couple of weeks. It will then take approximately six weeks more to finalise the assessment, data entry and database lock, and the company said it would submit for the EUA shortly thereafter. Finally, in part one of a Script Ask series, industry leaders share their expectations around COVID-19 for the coming year, with further product development and vaccine rollout seen as key themes. Equitable supply and addressing the mental health challenges associated with lockdowns also loom large. In this infographic piece, Eleanor Malone notes that biopharma leaders anticipate tackling COVID-19 will remain the top priority at least for the next few months. Anne Hetherington, head of Takeda's Data Sciences Institute Research and Development, put it that the view is broadly that in 2021 we'll see a way out of the pandemic led by pharma and biotech, and that this will lead to increased visibility of the importance of what we all do for the health of society. Fortunately, in 2020, the industry stepped up to that challenge. The life sciences industry played a critical role in navigating COVID-19, responding with extraordinary scientific achievement to an unprecedented crisis. In 2021, I believe Biopharma will continue to drive innovation to curb the pandemic, said Jack Bailey, who's CEO of cancer-focused G1 Therapeutics. The article also presents views from multiple industry executives on related issues, including vaccines, therapeutics and associated mental health challenges around the pandemic.
That's all for this week. Many thanks for listening. This and all other new and archive Informer Pharma Intelligence podcasts across our publications are now available on our new channel on Spotify, as well as through existing platforms, including SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. So please do check that out. Bye for now.